Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. Darren Mitchell here on yet another hump day, today being the 15th of March, Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2023. Trust wherever you happen to be in this wide, wide world of ours, you're enjoying a very, very productive week and looking forward to make every single post a winner as we uh, as we take advantage of the opportunities that are in front of us and, and leading into the first the first quarter end, can't believe it's nearly the end of March 2023. It's uh, it's just gone so, so quickly. So if you're a brand new listener, thank you very much for plugging in. If uh, if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for coming back. It's great to have so many people plugging into the Exceptional Sales Letter podcast. Actually really enjoy getting feedback. Love the comments that I'm getting on LinkedIn, direct messaging and also text messages, but also conversations that I'm having, which is absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely loving it. And uh, as again... If there's a topic you'd like me to talk about, uh, please send me a note, darren at darrenmitchell.com.au. Send me a LinkedIn message or send me a text message if you are in Australia, 0412 with a topic you'd like me to talk about. And uh, I'd love to give you a shout out on the podcast as well. So in today's episode, uh, well, it's a bit of a follow-up. Last week, I recorded a podcast on emotional intelligence and how important it is for sales leaders in particular, to develop their EQ muscle. Now, um, it's fair to say that uh, based on experience, based on observations, and certainly based on working in the coaching and facilitation and development industry for the last, well, full-time since the last nearly eight years, uh, there's a lot of leaders in a lot of organizations that need a lot of work when it comes to emotional intelligence. And unfortunately, there are people that have been placed in positions of power, of influence, of quote-unquote authority in leadership that perhaps need a bit of work to be done around emotional intelligence. And the unfortunate thing about that, particularly when we talk about role modeling, is that people look at these people in these positions and think, well, if I'm to be a leader in this organization, then there is my role model, role model right there. And uh, well, sometimes it's uh, literally the blind leading the blind. And that's where the phrase that you are often promoted to a higher level of incompetence comes from because often people unfortunately are promoted based on perhaps their performance or based on their intellect, not necessarily based on their emotional intelligence. Now, I talked about that last week. I'm not going to go over that, but I want to go a little bit deeper today and talk about a topic that I see a lot of sales leaders partake in and it is not healthy. Now, I am big. If you listen to the podcast a lot and you've been in my environment, you know that I'm very, very big on a thing called listening. And if we can be active listeners, it's amazing what we can actually create in terms of information and an ecosystem and environment where people feel comfortable and the information that starts to flow, which, by the way, enables us to increase our influence no end. And I often talk about this fact, and I actually came off a, a short masterclass this morning talking about emotional intelligence and we were talking about the impressions that we create and how there was a couple of the people on the on the call that were self-confessed uh, I focused individual focused me focused type individuals and they're looking at how they can start to build the muscle to become less me focused and more you focused or more others focused and one of the things we did talk about was the fact that if you are starting to become more and more interested in the other person 
and you can start to build the muscle around listening more actively without listening to respond, but listening to understand, and you genuinely become interested in another person, then very quickly through that process and through the questioning, you'll now naturally start to put in place. You often become interesting to that person, but often that it stems from you being a great listener. Now, another workshop we did last night was a bunch of salespeople in the Northern Hemisphere that were talking about when there's a live customer in front of them, when they believe they've got what they call the whale, the big the big prospect that I think is going to generate huge amounts of revenue for me in the business. Uh, some of these guys were saying, well, I, I literally go in for the kill. So my capacity to then listen is diminished because what I want to do is I want to tell them all the reasons why they should do business and I'm going to not stop at anything until I get the sale which uh, sometimes works, particularly if you've got a person who's ready to buy and they're in the the right phase of the buying cycle. But in many cases, that puts people off and it puts customers off because as we always talk about, people want to do business with people who they know, who they like, and specifically who they trust. So in the sales context, we have to be great listeners, especially in sales and especially in communication. So the title of this particular episode, you might have seen on on the show notes, it says, Stop Listening and Start talking. So this title of this particular episode might be a little bit counterintuitive on the surface, but stick with me because there is a very, very specific meaning to this. So one thing I want to put on the table right now is I'm not going to ask you to stop listening to external stakeholders, to your key customers, because listening, as we've already talked about, is a very, very uh, powerful skill that we need to continue to improve in. What I am going to encourage you to do, though, is to encourage you to stop listening to yourself. Now, the reason I say that is most of us have a human tendency, which is almost hardwired into the vast majority of human beings, to believe the negative. And we are hardwired almost to believe the negative news first. And you just have to see what happens in the media, whether it be the print media, the uh, visual media, the uh, media media, main, mainstream media. Very rarely, if ever, you see a highly positive news bulletin. And there might be one little story every now and then that might make people feel good, but the vast majority of the news, vast majority of the information that's available in the mainstream media is tainted with pessimism and negativity. Is it any wonder, therefore, that the vast majority of human beings, when they think about what they're thinking about most of the day, most of the thoughts they think about are actually not positive thoughts. In fact, if we actually put a mind-reading device on your on your head, if that was such a thing in terms of mind-reading device, but if there was one that existed, it'd be interesting to see how many negative versus optimistic thoughts you actually thought in a day. And I know from practice and I know from experience that this is factual because the vast majority of people, unfortunately, have self-sabotaging thoughts. And when you think about this, we are with ourselves every single moment of every single day. So no matter where we go, no matter what we do, no matter who we're with, we're always there. Now, the title of this particular episode, Stop Listening and Start Talking, is really a metaphor for stopping to listen to the self-talk that we have that often is not verbalized. It is often the conversation that we have inside our head, which is our thought patterns. And it's self-sabotaging thoughts. Now, you might be sitting there thinking, well, actually, I'm Darren, I'm a, I'm a really optimistic, glass-half-full type person, and I don't really suffer from these negative negative Nancy-type thoughts that, you, that you're alluding to. And I'll say, well, okay, that, that might be fine, that might be true from your perspective, but I also guarantee that there'll be situations where there'll be self-sabotaging thoughts that come in, particularly when it comes to trying something for the first time 
or where your confidence levels are not as high as perhaps they are in other areas, that these self-sabotaging thoughts start to creep in. Now, case in point, I've done a stack of trainer-trainer sessions, presentation skills, pitching to win, all sorts of different presentation skills programs for salespeople and sales leaders, helping them pitch to win a piece of business, helping them to increase their influencing capabilities in the market that they operate in. And every, just about every single person, to a person, when they come into the room that I'm running these particular programs, have thoughts about such as, I don't know that I can do this. I'm really nervous because what if I make a mistake? So all these thoughts uh, are things that potentially place a, a barrier up in front of us, which precludes us from releasing all of the positive energy and all of the positive intentions to then give our very best in that particular situation. So we literally minimize ourselves and sometimes we'll cut ourselves down to say, well, I'm actually not good enough. I don't belong in this in this particular environment. I can't believe that I've got to present in front of a senior executive. I am so intimidated by my senior executive. What if I make a mistake? What if I sound silly? What if I look silly? Uh, we will not win this deal. There's no way that they'll actually listen to what I've got to say with any level of credibility or I can't do this. And the list goes on and on and on. And just think about it for yourself. What sort of thought processes do you go through when you're about to step into a particular meeting or you're about to go to a negotiation or you're about to enter into a brand new prospect's uh, offices? Are you prepared? Are you thinking about the questions you're going to ask? And are you thinking about the positive outcomes that you want to see happen? Or are you now bogged down by some of the negative thoughts that you are having that might preclude you from getting the great outcome. And if you're a human being, you'll say, hand on heart, yeah, I am suffering from this. I have suffered from this, and this is something that I'm working on. And this is the whole point of today's episode. I'm not saying we're going to have a magic wand and all of a sudden we're going to start to wave it and all of the negativity is going to completely dematerialize because that's not reality. The reality is going to be, though, we have to start to build awareness, and this is where self-awareness comes into it. Are you self-aware of the thoughts that you're having every single moment, particularly when it comes to having conversations with people around your business development, closing deals, negotiating, and certainly influencing others? And the question we've got to ask ourselves, when we become more aware of these thoughts, and if they are not positive thoughts, we've got to ask, is these, are these thoughts serving us? Are they serving me? Are they therefore going to be serving my team? And ultimately, are they going to be serving the person or the people that I'm going to be having a conversation with. Because the problem is we tend to listen to these words and we then tend to internalize these words and then they become like a thermostat if we listen to them. Because what happens then is there'll be behaviors and often these behaviors become unconscious that they'll now be consistent with the thought patterns we have. And when we get the result that ultimately we don't want or we say we don't want, we'll then start to think internally, well, that's exactly what I was going to get because I thought I was going to get that and this is just another nail in the coffin to say, I am not good enough. So guys, we've got to stop listening to this. We've got to stop listening to the negative commentary and the negative dialogue we're having often with ourselves and instead start talking to ourselves. Now, this might sound really weird. And if you want to verbalize this, then that's fine. It actually is more effective if you do verbalize it versus just internalize it with your thought pattern. But start creating some affirmations and start being more conscious of those thoughts that you're having. And as soon as you get that, start to change that thought and phrase it into something different. Phrase it into something more positive and verbalize it. Say it to yourself and then listen to that. Because there are so many people out there, and I am guilty as anybody, 
that use what we call universal quantifiers or sometimes what I call universal absolutes where you'll say, I can never get in to see this executive. I'm always late for meetings. I'm never able to get through, blah, 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 fill in the blanks. So these words like always, never, everyone, everybody, these are absolutes that we often label things that they don't necessarily need to be labeled with. So be aware of this, be aware of the language, be aware of the thought patterns and start to think about are these serving me or are they not? The other thing around this as well is we've got to continue to remind ourselves that we are the barometer of our team. We are and we continue to be a mirror image of our team. And when you start to see things play out in your team, it shouldn't be a surprise because it's a reflection of you. So everything we do needs to be intentional. So it stands to reason if we're going to be an exceptional sales leader, we have to start to get better at being more affirmative, being more positive, being more glass half full and a lot less glass half empty and be aware of those thoughts. So stop listening to ourselves and stop listening to the negative thoughts that perhaps are clouding your mind or dominating your mind and start replacing that with some more affirmative, uplifting, and optimistic language because that can make the difference that makes all the difference. Now, the other fascinating thing about this is a lot of sales leaders I work with, and I guess this applies all around the world, sales leaders generally are quite optimistic people. And when it comes to looking at their team, working with their team, coaching and mentoring their team, they're often very good at recognizing in others any negative self-talk or any thought process and really good at helping those people become more encouraged through the external clarification or the external edification of how good they are and how well they're doing and how well they're improving. And so they have no issue talking to a salesperson who perhaps has been struggling, who's been going through a bit of a rough patch and start to verbalize and give them words of encouragement that can often have that person lift themselves into a higher level of, I guess, self-awareness and feel better about themselves to the point where they'll start putting in place some better behaviors and then start getting some better results. But even when they can do that externally, many of them still suffer from that internalization where it's okay for me to have this encouraging conversation with somebody else, but when it comes to my own performance, my own thought process, I'm still looking at the glass being half empty. So we've got to change that. So the words of encouragement today. So if you find yourself in a situation where you're alone, in reflection, thinking about the week, thinking about your team, thinking about yourself, but also before any important conversation, any important meeting, particularly a sales meeting, negotiation meeting, etc. Be more consciously aware of the thoughts that you are having and ask yourself, are these thoughts serving me? Are they serving my team? Or are they hindering me? Are they hindering my team? And if they are not serving you, then stop listening. So instead of the internal conversation you might be having in terms of, I am not good enough, or I cannot do this, or I'll never amount to anything, I'll never get this deal, or this this sales letter is never going to uh, resonate with me, start changing the language. And instead of just thinking about it in your head, start to verbalize it and change the words such as from I'm not good enough to say, you know what, I am good enough. I am a work in progress, but I'm continuing to make progress. I am improving every single day. Instead of saying, I'll never win this deal, start to turn that around and say, well, you know what? I'm going to put myself in a fantastic position to potentially win this deal and give myself the opportunity of not only closing this deal, but to position myself for further deals down the track that's going to be even better in terms of results. Instead of being intimidated by a sales leader or a senior leader, say, I'm really excited to be able to have a conversation with this sales leader. And instead of thinking about it, verbalize it because when you do it, you will. if you can language something, and this is what I learned very early in my coaching career, if you can language something, you can have it. But it does take practice and it will take repetition because repetition over time will start to break down a thing called resistance. 
And so we have to train ourselves to do this. So the key message out of today is if you are one of those sales leaders and if you're a sales leader, you've experienced this and you might be experiencing this right now, that you are suffering from what is sometimes called stinking thinking, which is I'm not good enough and all the other negative stuff that potentially we can we can start thinking about, then stop listening to that. Instead, start talking to yourself, but use the language that is uplifting, use the language that is empowering. And what you'll find over a period of time is you'll start to build that muscle. Your level of self-awareness will go up. Your attitude will start to go up. And just watch what happens in terms of your actions and therefore the results. So I trust that message resonates. I trust that message finds you just at the right moment. And as a key reminder, if you'd like to work together, if you'd like to explore the possibility of having me as a mentor working with you one-on-one, to help you with this process, but also help you become an exceptional sales leader, driving exceptional results for you and also for your team. Let's get together. Let's get together and have a conversation. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com. Pick a time that suits. We'll jump on Zoom, have a chat about where you're at, what you're looking to achieve, and uh, what are some of the barriers that might be preventing you from getting there right now and how we can help build a strategy to remove those barriers and fast-track your success to being an exceptional sales leader. So look forward to that and look forward to always sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, but also if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.